0: Hey up guys, and welcome to the first part of our mini-series on Edward the Confessor. This actually started out as a full-length episode, but it was the first one that we recorded, and me and Matt ended up having a two, two and a half hour rambling conversation that really wouldn't have been good for anyone to listen to, but... I sifted through the wreckage that was that evening and managed to find enough information that I could cobble it together into three 15 or so minute episodes that pretty much tell a story. In this first episode, we're going to meet uh, Edward's father and we're going to see exactly where he learnt the art of kingship. So without further ado, episode one. Hey up, I'm Joe Heathcote and this is Consistently Eccentric, a podcast where I will attempt to teach a friend of mine a lesson from British history. Focusing specifically on the lesser known and less believable people and events that the history books tend to leave out. So let's get started with Edward of Wessex was born mm. in 1003, the seventh son of King Ethelred the Unready, mm. and the first to his new wife, Emma of Normandy. So he's seventh in line to the throne. Okay. <clears throat> Nowhere near. He's, he's just, just going to have the life of privilege with none of the responsibilities. Did you get
1: the same level of privilege back then as you do now? Like, you know, nowadays we've got like, you know, Prince fucking Michael of Kent or whatever he is. And I don't even know how he's related to the royal family, but he gets a free apartment and stuff. Oh, hell so. yeah.
0: It's, it's still, I mean, you'd be given part of the country to rule over. Oh, right. You know, which basically means just collect the taxes so effect, and live in a castle. In
1: effect, our system hasn't advanced in uh, over a thousand years.
0: No, no, of course not. It it works perfectly, as you're about to find out. It's a perfect system. Come come on, England. (laughs) His dad had only become king after his mother had murdered his older half-brother, Edward the Martyr. So he had a Mm half-brother who was an acknowledged bastard. Nice. But because the king acknowledged him, he He became... He was in the line of succession. And she spent three years shouting about how he was a bastard, and it shouldn't be him, it should be his younger brother, who, bear in mind, was 13 at the time. So she would rather have a thirteen-year-old boy as king. Yeah, well, yeah, but what were lifespans like back in the day? Um, uh, Forty-five. But then,
1: right. So he's like a third of the way through life. He's practically like like nowadays. He's like
0: twenty-three. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I think at fifteen you could pretty much call yourself a man. Right. So and he's thirteen, yeah. you know. It's, it's, well, it's, it's, yeah. yeah. Okay. But still, you've got a you've got a perfectly good king there. Yeah, but he's a bastard. Well, yeah, he's a bastard. So after three years of calling him a bastard, she invited him to a family dinner. She's like, "No, no, <laughs> it's, it's fine, it's fine. Just, just clear the air. Come and see your brother. You don't, you don't need to bring a lot of people. It's no. going to be casual." Is, is this during
1: the age of chivalry? Are we, are we talking chivalry um, here? Or? No, right. There's okay.
0: very little chivalry. So she's she's planning to kill him. Yes. And she can't really be arsed waiting. So he doesn't even get off his horse before she has her house guards stab the shit out of him. Nice. Yeah.
1: Well I mean, what else are you gonna get house guards? Pla- to plausible
0: do? deniability is what you want in those situations. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe you got poisoned and it was just an unfortunate accident or maybe you fell down some stairs. No, she just had him stabbed on the front porch just straight away. Well, I mean, you know. So Ethelred became king, thirteen. Mm-hmm. Nothing's gonna go wrong. His rule was plagued by Viking raids.
1: Okay. Badass.
0: Well, the Vikings hadn't invaded for 30 years, but I guess seeing a 13-year-old boy on the throne, who See, people weren't particularly happy about because they believed he was involved in a plot to kill his older brother, so that he was possibly untrustworthy, maybe a bit devious. <laughs> That's
1: the ultimate shout- teenage shouting at your mum moment.
0: Mom) <laughs>
1: you killed my brother and now my bondsmen won't help me i don't know where they They
0: all hated him
1: yeah okay fair enough i mean that's a better reason to attack like you know if you if you're just going to state the vikings attacked because they saw a 13 year old <coughs> king that's illogical it's not like he's on his own going to fight them off unless he's super boy
0: at first he did nothing but then there was a big battle the battle of molden in 991 molden molden yes molden I don't know. You, you, this is the, Somewhere. This is about history. It's not about geography. Yeah, fair enough. You don't think the two are
1: slightly so, intertwined? No. Yeah. No. No. Fair enough. So
0: the the Vikings landed on a small island just off the coast. I'm guessing at Malden. Mm-hmm. And there was a causeway between them and the mainland nice. that would be revealed. What? So if you if you imagine the the bridge in the Crystal Maze, hmm. it was that kind of setup. I, I'm
1: rapidly losing respect for these Vikings tactical well, ability. Well,
0: it's a very easily defensible position for them yeah, but while also, they're getting themselves ready. But, but
1: also an easily defensible position for the people that they're raiding.
0: Well, it's funny you should <laughs> say that. So the English army turned up and lined up at the other end of the causeway. And as the tide started to recede, <laughs> the Vikings started to advance... But because it was quite a narrow causeway, three (laughs) Englishmen were able to successfully defend it for pretty much as long as they wanted.
1: (laughs) Top banana.
0: Yeah, so we're we're doing well. The Vikings shouted across that this wasn't fair and that if the English were in any way proper men, they would allow the Vikings to come across, line up, and they'd have a proper set to Barney.
1: I feel like this is supremely ironic from a bunch of people who are mostly known for attacking people who were literally sworn to not hold weapons.
0: Oh, yeah, but... That, you know, they were saying this isn't fair. And the English, being the good sports that they were, <laughs> against all reason, decided, yeah, you know what, this isn't cricket. Let's let you come across. They lined up, and the leader of the English was immediately killed, causing the English lines to break. Did,
1: was, <laughs> was his battle cry something like, let's all get our throats cut, boys? <laughs> well,
0: it's funny you should say that. The thing I was reading, the description of the battle, said that after he died, all of his thanes, rather than retreat like most of the men were doing, Decided to fight despite knowing they were going to die, so the battle cry must have been "Let's get our throats cut." Well, I mean, I, I, last the one, one to heaven's a dick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you don't arrive with at least one body part cut off, you're not getting in the sex pool.
0: <laughs> They'd obviously heard a bit about Valhalla, and they're like, "Just edge your bets. <laughs> so you've got to, you've got to have died in battle. If you've died in battle and you're Christian, you double bubble. Whether it's Valhalla <laughs> or heaven, you're there." <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, in the end, army decimated. Mm-hmm. The Vikings said, "Do you know what? We'll go away. What? <laughs> if, you, if you give us a little taste. Oh my God! If you give us a reason, Ethelred paid ten thousand pounds.
1: So the Vikings, the Vikings are basically left. like the Sicilian mafia well, of the ten
0: hundreds. Well, he paid ten ten grand, which in nine ninety one, mm. with you know the rate of inflation being as it is, probably a couple of billion. <laughs> Wow. So, so Thanks, he,
1: Scandinavia. Can we have that back, please?
0: <laughs> so he paid £10,000, but they promised they'd go away and they wouldn't come back. So did, that was
1: nice. Did, did they go away and never come back?
0: Three years later, he <laughs> paid £22,000 for a different set of Vikings to leave.
1: So he wasn't so much Ethelred the Unready as like Ethelred the sort of minted.
0: Well, no, this was all raised by taxes, obviously. But he, he paid another set, and that's, that's the two kinds of Vikings there are, so that's it. You know, you've, you've paid your two, so you're fine.
1: Was there a third type of Viking?
0: <laughs> so eight years after that, he paid £24,000 to get another set of completely not the same Vikings, noticing, just wearing different outfits. I'm noticing
1: a pattern of these <laughs> oh, yeah. amounts continually going up.
0: Well, no, he did try something different. He then decided to order to have all the Danes in England killed. The issue with that being that... What? The only Danes that were actually living in England were the ones that had settled there, had families.
1: Paying taxes.
0: Paying taxes. <laughs> and in many cases were working for the king himself or for some of the earls, because they were quite good muscle. Yeah, just
1: unready doesn't really describe yeah. this guy. <laughs> uh,
0: also, there were so many Danes in the country, he couldn't realistically have them all killed. So it's more of a futile gesture. Yeah. So... One of the victims he did manage to kill was a woman called Gunhilda. Mm-hmm. a Danish the, name. Yes. Well, she was the sister of Swain Forkbeard, the king of Denmark. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Swain swore revenge on Ethelred.
1: Why was the Danish king's sister living in England?
0: She was married to another Dane who was actually in the king's personal bodyguard that he had killed.
1: Did he have the bodyguard killed as he well? He had
0: the bodyguard and the bodyguard's wife killed. Obviously, just, just, I guess he didn't know that that was the sister of the king of Denmark.
1: How could he not know that? This guy sounds like he swapped his I, brains for actual poo.
0: The clue's in the name, Ethelred the Unready. I'm assuming that he didn't micromanage <laughs> he was literally this. literally
1: unprepared for everything. <laughs> I assumed it meant, like, he was just young when he came to the throne and sort of grew into the role. But no, apparently, this is a guy who, like he opens his wardrobe all of his clothes are unironed he goes to the bathroom he's forgotten to put the toilet roll on the thing again
0: 5 years after he had all of the danes killed he paid another 36000 to another band of vikings which presumably hurt him a lot more because he had a much smaller tax base well yeah he'd had a lot of people killed <laughs> especially in the danemark oh i know
1: about the danemark that yeah. that's like that's like the northeast the northeast of england
0: well it's it's kind of going across towards um yeah. uh, east anglia Actually, funny side story while I was researching this. Um, Alfred the Great Mm. did know how to deal with Vikings. Mm -hmm. So he got into a battle with a Viking, Mm. beat him, Mm -hmm. aggressively had him (laughs) baptised.
1: Aggressive baptism. (laughs) Had him
0: accept (laughs) Alfred the Great as his surrogate father. So literally, who's your daddy? And then told him to fuck off to East Anglia. He let him stay in the country, but he told him to fuck off to East Anglia and stay there. And do you know what? It worked. He never came back.
1: I mean, to be fair. Like, like you
0: can have the swamp that is <laughs> Have you
1: tried getting out of Norwich? It's an absolute yeah. nightmare.
0: <laughs> so he went there and he ruled Norwich, this Viking. In, in, in the
1: name of his surrogate father. <laughs> in the
0: name of his surrogate father. Well, presumably
1: you'd be worked. really... You'd be, well, I mean, to be fair, I'd be really impressed by a man like, like... You start off hating him, but he beats you so good that you, you can't deny him. And, and then he. he <laughs> and this phrase, aggressive baptism, is just wonderful.
0: <laughs> I feel like that should enter the common lexicon. As far as I, don't I know how. <laughs> like two dozen Vikings were marched through the streets of London. <laughs> to a font <laughs> where they they probably thought that they would be marched somewhere to be beheaded. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea that he didn't tell them what he was doing until he got them there. <laughs> why, why is the Archbishop of Canterbury here? Oh, God, no. No.
1: Mystery factor. They can't have been that attached to Odin then. No, you know, Surely, surely it was a case of da, do this or die, and they chose to do this. Well, yeah. So, you know. To be fair, like Alfred the Great had already, like, he made it clear, you know, you were his bitch already. He was yeah. just doing what he
0: said. No
1: wonder they called him the Great. He sounds great.
0: So <laughs> no. Ethelred, Ethel he mm. had another smart idea. Go on. So rather than pay the Vikings when they turned up, mm. he took some of that sweet, sweet tax money and he paid to have a navy built in the year 1008.
1: All right, a good plan. Well, yeah. I mean, I've heard worse plans. Yeah. is what I'm, is what I'm saying.
0: You know. Don't let the Vikings actually get to shore. Yeah, you can take them down.
1: It's not like they've been <clears throat> reaving since they were born, and you know were very famous for being the absolute masters of the sea uh, for yeah. the past few hundred years.
0: So, had had the first tranche of ships made, and then the project had to be abandoned because the very first commander he put in charge took all the ships and went pirating. Nice in in southern Europe. Just well, thought. Wouldn't you? <laughs> You've given me the only ships you own. Boogie there is this. no chance of you chasing me. <laughs> and I do not feel like fighting Vikings when there are some very soft targets down in Spain where it is also sunny. <laughs> I, I mean, <clears throat> I feel
1: like the guy he put in charge of the navy is probably the guy who should have been running things. He sounds like a switched-on dude.
0: Yeah, oh, he he saw he saw his opportunity to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> did did he, did he ever
1: turn up in history again?
0: No. Guy? Oh well, he just left. He left with his shit. Yeah, that
1: probably that suggests that this is a guy who knew enough, knew like was <laughs> sort of aware enough on the meta level that you don't want to fuck with like the named rulers of countries.
0: Finally, Thor killed the Toll and his brother Hemming. Thor kill. Thor kill the tall. <laughs> he is so tall, he could kill he, Thor. He
1: is, He's is like number one on the, name, on the list of <clears throat> names in the 10 hundreds to run away really fast from.
0: With his brother Hemming.
1: who's <laughs> he clearly surviving on his big brother's reputation.
0: Yeah, his big brother had a big reputation. All, 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 all the bullies <clears throat> lining
1: up to beat the crap out of Hemming <laughs> the small. <laughs> no, brother, don't touch him. Why not? Do you know who his brother is? <laughs>
0: He's Thor Kill.
1: <laughs> he killed Thor man.
0: <laughs> well, Thor Kill's reputation preceded him because he got a monster payout of forty eight thousand pounds.
1: Ethelred the Unready is like he's like Ethelred the Bitch.
0: <laughs> so if you're keeping score, in twenty years of being king, Ethelred paid out one hundred and forty thousand pounds in blackmail. Which this was a thousand years ago. Yeah to,
1: yeah, to remind any listeners we do have, that's probably like £18 billion pounds or something ridiculous.
0: That's not that much. Oh, whatever.
1: <laughs> £180 billion. Pick, pick a Pick a stupid number and say it to yourself. There you go. <laughs> that
0: is the number. He constructed a navy, which he immediately lost, so that's more money. And he became the personal enemy of the King of Denmark, all without actually doing anything to solve his Viking problem. Edward was nine years old at this time and was busy learning the art of being a king from his dad. So he's, he's <laughs> sucking all this in. He's a little nine-year-old sponge. What this is do? how you do displo- you diplomacy. Fail.
1: You pay money. You murder people that have nothing to do with your problem. Mm. Amazing.